I'd like to give honor to God and say hello and may God bless all of you who are listening in today. Today I will be presenting the first of a three-part series about the Passover. The topic will be about the pagan roots of Easter. Now anyone who wants to know the truth can find out easily that Easter is based on paganism and has nothing to do with the Word of God or the resurrection of Christ or religion, the true religion. All the information you need is readily available and can be found online in books and encyclopedias and there are documentaries on television every year that talks about this. They are even in children's books and this is not a secret. The word Easter is from the pagan goddess Esther or Easter this, it has various spellings. One is O-E-S-T-A-R or E-A-S-T-R-E. Another way they spell it is A-S-T-A-R-T-E or Ishtar, I-S-H-T-A-R. And is mentioned in the Bible with the spelling Ashtoreth, A-S-H-T-O-R-E-T-H. This is the same goddess. According to the Bible dictionary, Ashtoreth, was a pagan goddess considered the companion or partner of Baal. They were thought to be responsible for fertility and the growth of crops and herds. And of course, this was very important in ancient times, just like um, the growth of crops and herds are important for us. This same fertility goddess in uh, Greece and Rome was called Aphrodite or Venus. Now, when you read in the book of Chronicles, you can see that Solomon sinned greatly when he built altars and temples to idol gods, which he did to please his heathen wives. One of these temples were built to Ashtoreth. In 2 Kings, we can read how King Josiah, one of the last righteous kings of Israel, reestablished the true worship of God by first destroying the altars that had been built to the pagan gods. One of these had been built for Ashtoreth, the abomination of the Zidonians. Ashtoreth, or Easter, is an abomination to God. Now let us read 2 Kings 23, 12-14. And the altars that were on the top of the upper chamber of Ahaz, which the kings of Judah had made, and the altars which Manasseh had made in the two courts of the house of the Lord, did the king beat down and break them down from thence and cast the dust of them into the brook Kidron. And the high places that were before Jerusalem, which were on the right hand of the Mount of Corruption, which Solomon the king of Israel had built it for Ashtoreth, or the other name is Easter, the abomination of the Zidonians, and for Chemosh, the abomination of the Moabites, and for Milcom, the abomination of the children of the Ammon, did the king defile. And he break in pieces the images, and cut down the groves, and filled their places with the bones of men. Easter, the great fertility goddess, was associated with spring, because it is in the spring that the fields become green, the flowers bloom, and the world appears to come back to life after a long winter. And that's why they celebrate her, have her festivals in the spring. There are many mythologies surrounding Easter. One myth says that she married her son. He dies and comes back to life in the spring. And this is why they so easily associated 
Christ to this pagan holiday because Christ died and came back to life on his resurrection. It was easy for the heathen to make that leap in their minds. But I don't think it's necessary to attempt to list all of the many pagan traditions associated with the celebration of Easter. It is common sense to anybody that Easter bunnies, Easter baskets, eggs, and candy have nothing to do with Christ. So why did the so-called, I'm saying so-called, because these were the grievous wolves that Peter and Paul had warned the people would come into the church and would destroy everything and change everything. The so-called early Christian fathers say that Easter was the day to celebrate Christ's resurrection. Why did they do that? It's because they were pagan. They were pagan at heart. They were all steeped in paganism. And because of the traditions of the people were so deeply rooted. A tradition is something that is well established, that is practiced over and over. And people love their traditions. They hold on very tight to their traditions, even when they know that something is not true. And they say, oh, I know it's not right, but it's so beautiful. I just love it. And they say, oh, it's for the children. Oh, it's just such a lovely thing. Oh, it couldn't be nothing wrong with it. My grandmother did. They love their traditions. They hold on very tight today, and they held on to their, to their traditions in ancient times. The Catholic Church found that they could not separate the people from their traditions, even some of the traditions that they may not have liked, like uh, the Day of the Dead. Um, they continue to do those things because uh, they couldn't separate the people in the New World from that tradition. But they were determined that regardless, the world would have this one great Catholic or universal religion and that they would become Christian at least in name. It was a political expediency because the church would grow and continue to grow powerful and rich, very rich, and rule over nations, but it accepted the pagan traditions of the people. It changed the word of God, it changed the law of God, changed the ordinance of God, and offered abominations on the altar. This is how many abominations, many lies, became included in, woven into, what is now the established traditions of the so-called Christian doctrine. But this has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with Christ and nothing to do with righteousness. Christ did not do this. God said to learn not the ways of the heathen. He hated the worship of idols and pagan rituals. The first two commandments condemned this practice. And you can't just say it's about Christ or ask Christ's name to something to make it holy. Many pagan ceremonies, especially the ceremonies concerning fertility, involved orgies. Some involved human sacrifice and even the sacrifice of children. And you can just imagine how they celebrated Easter. Interesting to note to the pagan, the egg and the bunny or the rabbit were very important symbols of fertility. And this is why these are very important symbols to this holiday. It was not about Christ. It's about fertility goddess. Rabbits were considered the most fertile animals around, and that's what the Easter bunny is. The word Easter is mentioned in the Bible only one time, and compare that to the many, many times Passover is talked about. And this is why it was mentioned. Wicked King Herod had taken Peter prisoner, and 
He's decided to wait until after Easter before he released him to the people. This was all it was about. Now, why did they say after Easter? Because that's when Herod said he was going to release him. Why? Herod was a heathen. Herod celebrated Easter. There are lots of heathens. And like Herod, they celebrated Easter. But the apostles and the disciples of Christ did not celebrate Easter. The first true Christians did not celebrate Easter. There is nowhere in the Bible that says that Easter was celebrated by the Christians. And a true Christian, in order to be a Christian, that means you have to be like Christ. Christ never celebrated Easter or any other pagan holiday. But what did he celebrate? Christ celebrated the Passover. The Bible never left it up to us to decide what holy days we should celebrate. God told us quite specifically what, we're, what we were to do and what we were not to do. You see, Christ is not only our loving Savior, He is our Lord and Master, and He made that quite clear. We are to do as He tells us to do, not choose to do what we decide to do. God never gave any man the authority to change His word. He said, I am the Lord and I change not. He said, not one jot or tittle will change or be removed from this law. God established Passover as the time that we celebrate his great sacrifice, and that was a law, and the salvation that he promised to his children. Passover, as we know, was first celebrated in ancient Egypt. The Passover lamb that they ate was a symbol that pointed to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is our Passover and who was also called the Lamb of God. When Christ walked the earth, he kept the Passover. He kept the Passover with his apostles before his death and taught them when he gave them the unleavened bread. This is what he said. This do in remembrance of me. When we keep the Passover, that is what we do in remembrance of Christ, not Easter. This is what we do in remembrance of Christ our Savior. Easter is in remembrance of the fertility goddess. Now, Paul spoke about Passover in 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26 and we're going to read that now. I'm going to turn to that. For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. When he had given thanks he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body. This which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. We must continue to keep the Passover until Christ comes again. And Paul spoke about the Passover again in 1 Corinthians 5, 7-8. And it says that right here, Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast. And he said to keep it. Christ had already died, so this was not something nailed to the cross. Keep the feast, he said. Not with old leaven, not with, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and true. And let me repeat what he said in verse 8. Let us keep the feast. 
Easter was never mentioned. In fact, Paul said that when they worshipped idols such as Ashtoreth or Easter, that they worshipping of idols were, was actually worshipping devils. And I'm going to turn to 1 Corinthians 10, 20-21. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrificed, they sacrificed to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. We cannot mix. This is what he's telling you. You cannot mix the things of God and the things of heathen or pagan things. We cannot mix the things of God with the things of the devil. And we cannot mix holy things and pagan things. Easter is a pagan thing. Whereas Passover is a holy thing. So let us keep the Passover as true Christians. Just like Christ, our Passover, and the Lamb of God, and the disciples kept. Amen.